Welcome. You are now officially locked into Persuasions of Comfort. I am your host, Naum. Not Nahum, not Naham, Naum. First thing I got to say is that I think that this episode is highly anticipated, even though it's my third one. Uh, but I, I just feel like there's a little more oomph now uh, that I'm doing this. And uh, I want to thank my listeners out there. Uh, I don't know if this would be possible without you guys. I mean, I would still be doing this, but it makes it so much more fun and exciting knowing that there's uh, people out there who, who really fuck with the, the content and, and quality. I want to thank everybody who gave me their feedback and constructive criticism. Uh, definitely going to put those to use. So stay tuned. And uh, definitely the love and support is crazy. I It's, it's beyond what I expected, um, mainly because I've, I think I've gotten to a point where uh, I just want to do things because uh, I feel like this is something that I want to do, not because I'm looking for confirmation from other people. And I feel that the combination of me just doing it for me and knowing that it's so genuine and authentic and here's the love and support that's being poured in from all different angles i love it and i appreciate it so thank you guys uh i actually went back to think about why i didn't start this earlier and i realized that it was a a fear of rejection not being accepted uh, for doing something different uh, than anybody else. And the fact that I'm able to do it now, I realize that I replaced that uh, love and support with that fear of rejection. And here we are. Persuasions of Comfort is live. Uh, I want to go back and actually, I'm going to call this episode. Uh, this is more like a uh, how we got here part two. I want to re-emphasize some of the things that I pointed out in my first two episodes, mainly because uh, the reason why I asked for feedback is because I want to uh, improve the overall content and quality moving forward. Uh, There's so many interesting topics and so many individuals that I want to have this dialogue with or conversations with. And in order to get to that point, I want to make sure that it's clear, uh, there's a clear understanding as to why I'm doing this. So one of the one of the uh, terms that I used in one of my earlier episodes is called uh, high impact. There was a confusion with the definition of this and why I specifically use this this phrase or this term to describe why I'm doing this. So those of you who don't remember, high impact is defined as individuals with the biggest ideas, the likeliest potential to build a business, to make useful connections that matter, and the greatest ability to inspire others. Now, I don't want the word, the term or the definition to get lost in translation where the word business is confusing anybody. When I think of high impact, I'm looking at the, the terms that stick out to me are making useful connections that matter and the greatest ability to inspire others. The reason why I use this to describe what I'm doing is because I know these individuals. I've gone to cues with these individuals. I know a lot of people who are out there doing great things, who are making a difference. And for those of you who don't know, CUSE is short for Syracuse University. 
Uh, definitely attending Syracuse was one of the top five best decisions of my life. I met a lot of great individuals out there, hands down. Uh, shout out to all my Q's, Q's heads out there. So knowing that I, I am familiar with people who are inspiring others to do great, I figured why not create a place where personal development meets real life? These are people who are making impacts in other people's lives, but also in their lives as well, because they want to live a better lifestyle. So creating a place where personal development meets real life. I want to be able to explore a variety of different topics with interesting people to expose you to different perspectives, which hopefully somehow, some way that you can use to improve your lifestyle in whichever way that works best for you. I mean, this could be health, this could be finance, this could be relationships, career advice, this could, this could be anything, relatable topics or relative topics or relate, relative advice. It doesn't matter what it is. If it improves your lifestyle, best believe you're going to hear it here. So therefore, the focal point is to create a space or environment where I can explore these topics on a deeper level. I mean... When I say deeper level, I'm looking for a, a richer, long form content instead of an Instagram post or a blog. So these are the these are the things that these are some of the things that I'm thinking about that's inspiring me to to want to continue to do this. And also the fact that I have a lot of cousins that are growing up way too fast and they're growing up in the span where social media is at is being exalted is at the height of its peak and uh i was listening to a podcast that i don't remember and he said something that was very interesting where which i totally believe that social media is training us to have shorter attention spans so with that being said and knowing that my younger cousins are growing up into this millennial phase I want to create, uh, I want to be able to replace that entity with something else of my own. And that is this podcast. They'll be able to hear this on all different platforms that they are uh, using um, on their phones. Um, again, this actual, real quick, this uh, podcast is actually live on seven different platforms. And if you haven't had a chance to check me out it's on uh, finally on itunes actually uh, i just got the alert not so long ago which i am highly highly excited about so thank you for that so now i want to talk about the inspiration behind more of the inspiration behind why i'm doing what i'm doing and why i decided to have this podcast the initial inspiration which i pretty much covered some of the basics uh but not in detail was a live podcast viewing uh that was surrounded around around the topic of commitment now like i mentioned the room was full with women and men mostly women and the topic that really took things where things took for a different turn was uh dating and i mean of course like i'm gonna touch base on this on different episodes but there was the question about dating and the 
the host said one of the most outlandish things I've ever heard in my life. And it was just like, bro, like, why would you say that? Like, you, we got to stick together. I did not give you permission to say something like that. And I, I kind of don't even want to repeat it, but... Uh, <laughs> what... I'll, I'll, I'll shorten it, summarize it. He basically said that if I'm seeing someone or if I'm dating a woman... Uh, and um, I'm not really that interested in her or something like that. We're just kicking it. You know, there's nothing serious between us. It was, it was something around that lines. And the room just erupted. So at that point, I decided to leave because there was, there was no civil conversation going on anymore. Everybody's yelling at each other. But for some reason, the woman I was sitting next to somehow convinced me to share what I was telling her with the room so she raised her hand and basically i said something around the lines where in order to really understand commitment you have to understand the form of dating i think that dating has so many different levels to it where you can't really say that you're committed if you're not actually dating someone or whatever the case may be some something around the lines like that but I think the takeaway is that I was able to, I had the ability to reestablish structure in a room um, that became unstable based off a comment that the host made. So mixed with a drop of faith from a stranger who believed in what I was saying to the point where she caught the attention of someone else threw me in alley and said, you know what, this guy knows what he's talking about. I knew that I had to somehow sustain uh or the momentum of what she just gave me and that kind of like led me to uh starting off the thought process of how would i have my own form of content uh similar to this or what we call a podcast so i realized that one of the first steps that i had to do is just to get the word out there um i learned that when you, I think I mentioned this also in earlier in my uh, episodes is that when you tell people your dreams, those people who really fuck with you will keep you accountable. Those individuals will make sure that you mean what you say and you say what you mean. So knowing that I had to be held accountable, I knew that I had to figure out a way to step out of my comfort zone and also uh become more vulnerable and uh that's not a diff it's easier said than done for sure i would say that it's it's not an easy thing to do and uh i knew that stepping out of my cover zone would allow discomfort to take me down a challenging path and in order to do so like i had to render myself vulnerable not just around strangers, but also friends and family. And I realized that it, it's going to be difficult. So I had one opportunity. And uh, I, I got to say, I, I didn't think it was possible at first because uh, I denied it multiple times. Uh, a friend of mine by the name of Denzel Hera Davis, he launched a... Uh, he launched a uh, an event 
which he holds like every, like once a month or twice a month or something like that called the To Me For You, which is a, a men's storytelling platform in Oakland surround, centered around vulnerability. He had asked me multiple times to participate and each time he asked me, I denied it. I said, nah, I'm good. I'm not getting up on stage to be vulnerable around some strangers. It's not me. But for some reason, we started bumping into each other throughout different events in the Bay. And this one particular week, I ran into this guy at least like four or five times. And, you know, shout out to uh, Afrotech. Uh, if you haven't been, definitely check it out. Shout out to Toasted Life, uh, for sure. One of the dudes on that show. I mean, one of the dudes, one of the guys who... One of the founders, actually, he's from Jersey. So shout out to him. Shout out to Jersey. And um, he, I knew that me running into Denzel multiple times has to mean something. So eventually I told, I told him, all right, you know what? Fine. I'm going to participate. Put me down. A week, you know, a couple weeks go by. He hits me up with an email and he says, yo, I need a bio, I need a picture, I need, you know, what you do, where you work, this and this and that. He was asking basically a lot of information so he could throw on a flyer. Now, mind you, I had absolutely, I did not prepare for this at all. All I know is that I'm about to be sitting on stage in front of strangers where I'm uncomfortable, discomfort is taking hold of me, Plus, I had to be vulnerable around these people. Man, talk about nerves. Long story short, before, I think the day before the event, I, I still didn't even know what I was going to talk about. But the topic that I talked about, which is kind of like what I'm covering now, is about how to how to take, how to embrace discomfort or how to take discomfort and change it into a comfort zone. And then how to be vulnerable around uh, people that you call friends and family and not just strangers. And uh, I think maybe like 24, 48 hours before the event, two days before the event, I started thinking as to why I said no in the first place. Why did I deny uh, the uh, offer to participate in this event uh, to begin with and I realized it was uh, one or two things one of or it was a couple things one was the fact that it was uh, it was not comfortable I was not comfortable with public speaking it was discomfort for me to be up there in front of a crowd just to talk and another reason was uh, the fear of being vulnerable like I, I wasn't looking, looking to do that at all. But for some reason, here I am, challenged with the the idea that I can do this. And uh, I took the time to come up with something in my head. I didn't really know what I was gonna do, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna just wing it. And uh, I ended up talking about discomfort, embracing discomfort and vulnerability. And I realized that discomfort is your friend. 
being in an uncomfortable position only makes you stronger. Being in an uncomfortable situation only allows you to become better. I think our mind, what our mind does is our mind tells us not to do certain things uh, because it knows that once we do it, we become a completely different person. Once you get over that hurdle, you're no longer that person that you used to be. So that's why I felt like I changed my mind because I was no longer content with being this person who was afraid of public speaking, especially if I wanted to have my own podcast. So I took on the challenge and I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. So boom, right there and there, I arrived to the spot. I'm there early and I'm looking at my future, sitting on a stage in front of people that I didn't know. But then I realized that it's easier to talk to, it's easier to be vulnerable around strangers. And the reason why it's easy to be vulnerable around strangers is because they don't know you well enough to judge you as much as people that you call friends and family. So what did I do? I invited people that I knew to this event. So that way, not only am I getting over this hurdle of discomfort of being on stage in the fear of public speaking, but I'm also inviting people that I know to see me on stage and allow myself to be vulnerable around them and not just strangers. So I took that first step and now that first step is done. So next time I know that I'm going to be in a I'm going to be in a situation where there's discomfort or where I'm vulnerable. I already know that I can I can take that first step with ease, knowing that the second step is what I got to worry about. For example, take swimming. A lot of people don't even know how to swim. Why? Because they're scared of the deep end. They're afraid of drowning. So they don't even get into the water. I remember um, I went to... San Diego with a group of individuals, <laughs> which was fun. And we rented out a yacht. Uh, we're out in the water and, you know, everybody's jumping in, having a good time. Weather's nice. Now, of course, I'm going to jump in, but I, I threw on a life vest. And while I was there, there were certain people who just kept I don't know what the purpose was, but Shorty kept saying, oh my gosh, you can't swim? Like, wow. And I was just like, yo, hush. And it was just like, there was just that thought in my head where I told myself that I need to learn how to swim. Because the I did not want the reason that I did not get into the water was because I didn't know how to swim. I wanted the reason why I did not hop into the water was because I didn't want to. There's a big difference between a limitation that you put on yourself and a choice. So I wanted my reason to be a choice and not a limitation, which is why I decided to get on stage and participate in this format where 
it's centered around vulnerability. It's funny that the the universe put me in a situation that I could not ignore because here I am trying to trying to push past a certain limitation. I'm trying to push past my boundaries, hop out of my comfort zone to do this podcast. And yet, in order for me to do and be successful in this podcast, I needed to be able to jump out of my comfort zone and be vulnerable. And yet, I had the opportunity to do that, denied it multiple times, and the universe came back around and said, you know what? We're going to get you through this. So I, I think it's easier. It's it's I don't try I try not to use the word easy, but it's simpler to talk to strangers, like I said, because they can't judge you. But now when when you put yourself out there, when you're vulnerable, I don't see it as being weak. I think being vulnerable actually makes you stronger. And the reason why is like you can take more. One thing, uh one thing Kobe mentioned and was that damn Kobe he said that uh when I think of pain pain is just like a little voice in your head that tells you no uh let's not go there and you know of course like you need to have that mental toughness to be like why not why can't we go there a lot of us don't question the thoughts that come into our heads. We just kind of just allow them to take hold of us and, and, and be okay with it. But I think vulnerability allows us to take that step. And that little voice that's telling you, no, don't go there. That's that step that knows that once you do it, like I said, it's going to change you. It's going to help you identify areas that you need to improve in yourself and perhaps lead you into exploring new terrains in life. This could be traveling. This could be a new career. This could be relationships. So I realized that I was holding myself back from accomplishing great things and becoming a person of value and not just another human being living on earth. So by putting myself to the test, I was able to get to this point where I am now point where I'm excited to do an episode where I'm having fun with it and it's it's gonna lead me to different avenues that I don't even think I, I don't even know how it's gonna turn out but I'm, I'm excited for it I'm looking forward to it so I knew that I needed to get past that hurdle and uh the 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 title of the the episode is called persuasions of comfort i usually don't tell a lot of people this but uh nawum actually means comfort in hebrew so the name is hebrew it's uh it's in the bible old testament and um i'm not hebrew by the way i'm haitian so get it right and uh the name means comfort it means to to console or to give comfort and uh, I thought it would be fitting to have persuasions of comfort since it's my show or my podcast however you want to cut it so moral of the story is great things do not come 
or do not happen inside your comfort zone. So therefore, do not let the fear of rejection keep you from next level living. And that is all for today. Till next time.